0: I'm nice
1: and I'm naughty and And we're we're both 40 40.
0: we're going to tell you how it really is
1: from our perspective
0: tune in on
1: Sundays at 2 p.m. as we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to welcome to another episode of nice naughty and 40 I'm Michelle the naughty one And my best friend, Tanya, is the nice one. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) To our returning listeners, as always, we appreciate your continued support. To our new listeners, thanks for checking us out. Mm -hmm. We hope you like what you hear and will subscribe to us. Um, wherever you stream your podcast because we're everywhere
0: that's right we are everywhere and yes and while you're at it why not follow us on instagram at nice.naughty.40 that's four zero and join our facebook group at nice comma naughty and 40 that's 40 spelled out we appreciate your feedback and insight you know Appreciation is a word... I don't take lightly and I know you don't take it lightly either Michelle Mm, (laughs) so often (laughs) you know people go unacknowledged for the impacts they've made on our lives so I was thinking why don't we spend a little time talking about some of the positive influential people because you know people all the time talk about the negative stuff but to spend some time talking about the positive influential people in
1: our lives okay all right I like that. You know what, Tanya, that's a great idea. Thank you. But you know my, the only thing is, you know my memory. Mm -hmm. I'm bound to forget someone. Uh, (laughs) Please charge it to my heart. I mean, yeah, to my mind and not my heart. Mm -hmm. Look, I said it wrong. Charge it (laughs) to my mind, not my heart. (laughs) to say (laughs) it. I don't want anyone listening to the podcast calling me out for not acknowledging them. So please, please, please. I'm sure I've told you that, you know, I acknowledge something. So if I forget you, please don't be mad at me. I'm getting
0: old. Yeah, yeah. We both are. We're going to have to do (laughs) a a follow up episode on that. You know, I'm going to put a pin in that because I had an Mm -hmm. issue with someone saying that 40 something is really not just old, really old, but we're going to get back to that in another episode. We're going to have to talk about that. But anyway, (laughs) I'm
1: feeling it. I'm feeling it because, you know, with my injury, I'm feeling like, dang it yeah I really couldn't get up I really <laughs> fell and I could not get up so that's a whole nother issue we'll, we yeah know, it been yeah. In it. yeah
0: but you know I mean I definitely understand the idea of uh, making sure you uh, don't forget anyone I don't mm-hmm. want that to happen either because I'm sure <laughs> that there may be someone who's listening and says Tanya you didn't say anything about me either but you know <laughs> I think there's so many people but that's mm-hmm. a good thing that there's so many people who yeah a positive influence on my life, on your life. So, um, I I mean, I think it's cool to just focus on those who may not know how much of an impact they've made. Like, I think, you know, uh, some of our family members, they know, and it's not sliding them or anything like that. You know, Mm -hmm. there's some people in our lives, they know, but there's others who they may not realize it. So maybe we can just... Focus on
1: that. I like that. Okay, I can work with that, Tanya. All right. Okay, so let's take it back. Oh God! <laughs> After I just got finished saying, <laughs> you
0: know, about your memory, take it God. back to childhood. Oh no. <laughs> um, are there any friends, or you know, not even just friends, but maybe teachers or people you encountered from back then uh, who made such an, a positive impression on your life? that it's managed to stay with you into your 40s well
1: first let me just say you because you have been in my life Uh, since we were young yeah i cannot look yo i can't keep up with tanya and her (laughs) goals and aspirations but (laughs) i strive higher because I'm like I'm going to be in the wings (laughs) because I'm like look I am not a student I'm not doing it but I it made me strive because it's like you're you're my best friend so of course you know, birds of a feather flock together. Mine's I'm a little <gasps> bumpy and wild. And, <laughs> I'm coming, Tanya. I almost did. But <laughs> I'm in the pad in the wings, but it it motivate, you, motivated me. Um, oh, thank you so much. So the feelings I, have to say, I have <laughs> to say that about you, but um, so my teachers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not all of them, you know. I can I, I will say that, mm-hmm. but I do remember my first grade teacher, Miss Pray. I still mm-hmm. remember her name, um, because she taught me something about buying friendship. That was yeah. a big no no. I remember I got a spanking over that. Uh, not from was, her. Not from
0: her. Not right? from you her. Know, back in the day, you know, I'm, sometimes yeah. teachers
1: they lay hands too. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, uh, yes, I had a teacher like that. But Miss Pratt didn't. She just told my mom and then she said it in front of me like you know I was I was buying people with my uh with the my little Ponies. yeah yeah I
0: remember you brought that up in the yeah. episode yeah
1: <laughs> and it's like hey if you be my friend for the day so you know I learned that lesson because she cared about me
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so it was that and then Mr. Shilly I still remember him mm-hmm. now that was I think my fourth grade teacher okay he had a ruler named Sheila. so mm-hmm. whenever the class is getting unruly <laughs> he's like you look you want me to pull out Sheila? Mm, <laughs> so, mm. when we did it together, <laughs> I think I might have got hit with Sheila one time. Oh my gosh. One, if that, one time. So, you said fourth is, grade? Fourth grade. Oh man. Yeah. So, this is before Hopkinson. This is at Bernie. Mm-hmm. But um, I think maybe one time, and it was probably following behind somebody or something mm. where I know we had a long talk after that because Mr. Sheila was on point. But I remember he used to buy oranges for us on Fridays. Nice. So we would have, like, um, mindful moments where you had to lay your head down. And we used to look forward to that, like, being in school where you lay down. And it's, like, maybe it was 15, 20 minutes, but for a kid, that's forever. Mm-hmm. But as you, like, coming out of your, you know, your quiet time and you pop your head up, he's throwing oranges at us. He's like, here you go. You know, you get your orange. That was your reward <laughs> for uh, quieting down. Mm-hmm. But we used to look forward to that. And it's just, like, teachers, you know, that cared. Like, he recommended us. He taught us. Like, he he nurtured us he cared so much about his students mm. um so like i he was he inspired me um not to not about the oranges it was just like looking forward yeah. to it and the mindful moments like that was kind of embedded at a young age like you gotta you know have some quiet time mm-hmm. but um who else like you know my memory is not that good <laughs> Of course, some of my peers um Students, it was uh some people I would say remember with somebody that used to lie all the time. Mm-hmm. And I learned, don't be lying, because people get you get caught up in your lies. Yep. This person always had stuff and had the newest thing, but never wore it to school or mm-hmm. brought it to school. you remember that person? <laughs> you re- I'm sure you remember that person. First I'm thing not- started with a T. Yes. Okay. Always had everything. It's like, I don't want to be like that. So it was mm-hmm. like situations where you're like, okay, um, I don't want to be like this you mm-hmm. know that person because it's like you are trying to fit in so that was a motivation for me is like don't do that as you're learning when you're young you know you're you're so young you're thriving, you're trying to figure out life yeah but that was something where I'm like I don't want to do that but um some other um students like Miriam I used to love yeah. Miriam she carried her herself yes. like Such a she was such with grace at such a young Mm -hmm, age, mm -hmm. like she just always had grace. Yes, I forget her last name, but I I know her last name, you
0: know. I remember people's first and last name, but I won't say it begins with an s. Okay, I still
1: don't remember, (laughs) but uh, Sean's brother's first name. Oh, okay, I got it. So I don't know if she wants to be mentioned, but yeah, that's why I said it that way. Yeah, yeah, she was. she motivated me just like to carry herself a certain way. Yeah, you she know? was always she, very sweet, you know? Yes, she was. And she was just such a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tanya? I know you probably got first, last <laughs> birthdays. You remember everything. <laughs> what about you?
0: Well, definitely. I will say teachers for me as well. Um, Mrs. Gross, she, and it's funny because I always use her as an example in uh, the courses that I teach uh, mm-hmm. because she's an example of an allegory, but she is the opposite of her name. Like Mrs. Gross, you think of gross <laughs> as something nasty or yucky, yeah. but she was just awesome. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is about like third grade teachers, but Uh, She Mm -hmm. was just so special and she would play these different games. And I remember we would have spelling bee bingo and she had (laughs) one of those treasure chests where you could get prizes from and things like that. I will say something that stuck with me that um, probably isn't the best uh, but I understand the concept of what she was doing, but I didn't realize how traumatized I was by it until uh, one day I was at the banquet with Quinn, with my mom, and I think Quinn was probably about, maybe close to two years old. Maybe, yeah, probably about that. And the, um, bank teller offers Quinn that's my daughter for people who are like who's Quinn <laughs> 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 offers her a lollipop not any lollipop a dum-dum lollipop mm-hmm. right okay. now mrs. Mm-hmm. gross uh, everybody you know would get a prize whether you did well or didn't and mm-hmm. so if you and i would teach this lesson with my students about how you already know about allegory uh, because of candy from when you were younger and so I would ask them like uh, okay, my sister would always say you are what you eat and I would ask what candy do you think that is and my, and of course mm-hmm. it was always some student like nerds and I'm like
2: okay,
0: yes, <laughs> and I would give them the, like a big box of nerds mm-hmm. and so then uh, Mrs. Gross would give you um, smarties if you did really well you get smarties okay. if mm-hmm. you did not do well I'll never forget spelling bee bingo the one word and, and I, I never spelled this word wrong again business Too many S's. I put too many S's in business. Okay, Uh, and like I added an S in between, and Mm -hmm. and so she says, "Well, you still get a prize," and I got to pick out a dum dum, and I (laughs) I felt so stupid. Uh,
1: I I cried.
0: now, oh, like I said, I know that like, wasn't oh her God. intention, but that stayed with me. And yeah. I did not want Quinn to have a dum-dum from this uh, bank teller. And my mom's like, oh. it's a lollipop. And I'm like, it's but lollipop. it's a dum-dum. Oh, my God. And it stuck with me. I'm like, sorry, Miss Gross, but that's she's still alive. But that stuck with me. But like I said, I know she didn't mean anything by it. But Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much it traumatized me until it came up, like, (laughs) years later.
1: Can you imagine how much trouble she would be if she did that now with these soft kids? Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I will
0: say that, you know, I mean, today, like, because Quinn's teacher, she doesn't give out dum-dums, but she does give out (laughs) smarties. Okay. Does give out Smarties, and because I remember like getting, (laughs) like feeling like Smarties were like power pellets. You eat some before you know your your quiz. (laughs) Power (laughs) pellets. Yeah, because like Mrs. Gross gave me these whenever I had
1: my Smarties. I knew I was going to get a hundred on that test. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, if you think about it, the sugar rush it does it probably get your brain going. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not
0: sure you you remember Mrs. Harris, right?
1: Yes, yes. I and
0: I loved her. Mrs. Harris and I think one of the reasons is just because we had uh our last name in common. You know, like before I got married uh and Was she home at No, she was English. English. She oh, did uh, she was the person who was in charge of uh you know the Hoppo uh, newsletter and you submit okay. your poems I still have some of them around like Do you submit you? your poems and articles and things so I remember Miriam mm-hmm. used to write in there all the time and her cousin yeah. I'm not sure if you remember her cousin yeah but no um, no her cousin was it
1: Kevin
0: yeah well that was her cousin too but this was a different cousin oh okay think, okay, okay. Uh, Larry well, anyway, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but no, there was, uh, but no, um, I remember her being in charge of that and because mm-hmm. then she was the person who was in charge of it, like yearbook and stuff like that. Okay. And I, I remember she used to per, like really push me like, you know, you're a strong writer. You can do this and that. And I remember, I don't know if it was you who said it or someone was like, he drinks too much coffee because she had like her teeth, mm-hmm. uh, like teeth, probably yeah. me. But I mean, I didn't care. I thought she was just such a great person and she was so nice. And I'm sure people probably looked at it as though I was a pet, you know, because (laughs) I was like, you know, always trying to do everything like that she wanted, like, you know, Mrs. (laughs) Harris. And I remember someone's like, you guys got the same name. What are y'all related (laughs) or something? But, you know, I mean, she was white. I was black, but I didn't care. She was awesome.
1: (laughs) I'm like, how is that going to happen? Yeah. But. What was the one that used to be with her all the time that was the science teacher or math Mrs. Marshall <laughs> Mrs. Marshall that's the one that had the accident with the deer like no th- they're talking right? about Mrs. McGardis Oh gosh
0: see you I You know I remember, remember her all their names.
1: She was up in the Poconos and a deer came in uh cuz I still think about that story. She was driving in the Poconos and she hit a deer and instead of like it propelling, repellent I mean propelling it came into the car and it was like running and hitting her all in the face.
0: You remember, I'm not she was sure. out for a
1: long time.
0: I it think was that Houston. was Mrs. McCardus.
1: African-American
0: okay, must... lady, right?
1: No, no, no. She was white. She was white?
0: Then, oh, you know what? It was... was Mrs. Marshall. Yes, Because Mr. Marshall. Mr. Tubman, or wait a minute, was it Mr. Tubman who came in uh, to
1: sub? the sub yep yeah yep yeah I remember she was missing out, time. and we were missing yeah. her yeah but oh yeah I yeah. still think about that I remember driving. all of, and that's funny like yeah
0: I still call him <laughs> mr or mrs whoever you know <laughs> but yeah I remember all yes but I remember um like uh even on the college level professor Murphy was awesome um mm. and she would in uh like I mean teach I mean teachers professors they don't do stuff like this uh, and I mean, I understand why, but I think it's kind of cool. Like, and I still try to do something along these lines with my students, but on the college grounds, she invited us to her house. She lived oh. in this beautiful home in Radnor, like oh. a beautiful single, like, you know, like a gated mm-hmm. community, but, mm-hmm. uh, it was, I mean, this is my first time cause you know, I'm in college, you know, you, uh, and this is before, you know, you're seeing stuff on social media like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like, I remember she had asked me, she, like everyone, like she says, you know, what do you want to eat and this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. And she didn't totally prepare everything, but she had it so that like whatever you wanted was there, like lasagna or oh. whatever. And I remember I um, was getting something to drink and she's like oh you can just go in the refrigerator and get it and I felt so awkward and so I'm looking I'll never forget I'm looking at she's like just go on in there and I'm looking in her kitchen oh my goodness Michelle I couldn't find the refrigerator right and I'm like I don't see the refrigerator and I'm like Professor Professor Murphy I don't see your refrigerator anywhere and I remember she would always say like you know once we were because at this point we were graduating like we had finished Mm -hmm. up our thesis and so she's like you can call me Jackie and I'm like okay Professor Murphy (laughs) And, and so (laughs) She's she's like you don't see the refrigerator. I'm like no, and she's like it's right there. Oh my gosh, you know, like in those really like nice houses, like the refrigerator is kind of like a built-in, like where it looks like part of the cabinet, and so you don't know it's the refrigerator. And I'm like yo, I said I I mean, and so I felt like she helped me to have like certain goals in life too. Like yeah, yo, this is nice. I mean, I still don't have a refrigerator (laughs) like
1: that, but. But or I she mean, got a nice one, <laughs> yeah. But I just
0: thought she was just so, um, she was just so kind and so giving to invite mm-hmm. us into her home. And I remember, uh, there was a book I was trying to get when I was doing my research, and this is before you know, people are going on the library database for everything. I mean, people still <laughs> go to books sometimes too, but uh, and I couldn't find something, and she's like, Oh, you know. Just go to my house. The key is... Uh, I'm like, oh my what? God. I, I said, go to your house. And she's like, well, you remember where I live, right? And I'm like, yes. And she says, well, you can just go on in there. Here's where the key is. And I'm like... Oh. Wow. And I told her, I said, well, I don't feel comfortable just going into your house. And she's like, oh, my husband's there. And I met her husband. Uh, I'm like, uh. Okay. <laughs> and she's because she was like, oh, you can just get it right out my library. And I'm like, OK, she really. Tr- she
1: really trusted you because I yes. was in a young college shooting home with my husband. Well, in- she was no.
0: older. She was older.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was older. But you want to send this young little hot? You had all snacks and stuff to go get book, so you could be looking, looking for hey, the book, and you lean like, up. Oh, hey, Mister Murphy, I'm here to Hi, get Mr. a book. No, you, you know, you're doing your shimmy, shimmy as you get the book out. <laughs> no, thank you.
0: <laughs> but she, yeah, but no, I mean she was cool though, because it wasn't just me, like anyone. Like she was just very giving.
1: I bet you know. she knew who to send and who not to send. That's to probably house. right.
0: That's probably right. That's <laughs> (laughs) probably right like yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah, but like you know like even like um like I said I don't have people coming to my house Well, even if I wanted to you know I don't live in the same county so that would be a hike for people to get you know like so even if I said hey why don't we arrange for a restaurant or something like that but usually I'll bring food you know especially before the pandemic like one time I uh, had ordered several pizzas and things and just brought them in and I didn't ask them for anything I I really enjoyed the students and I just was like oh I want to reward them and you know Mm -hmm. but because you never know where they're coming from. And especially Mm -hmm. some of them who, I mean, who are first generation you know, and they're not Mm -hmm. even sure what's going to happen in going to college or in graduating or whatever. And to have someone help them in that capacity. That's what I feel like. I I mean, I wasn't first generation, like my, my sister, you know, she Mm -hmm. had started college before I did. And, um, but even still, I I still felt like, you know, I always wanted to go to college, but still, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, um, Rosemont, I mean, it's still, uh, it, now it's co-ed, and you may see more diversity now, but in my program, it's, uh, in English, there isn't much diversity, and not that there has to be, but mm-hmm. sometimes that can make a person feel a little nervous or yeah you know like for me it's not that i i won't say i lacked confidence but i felt like i had something more to prove uh, okay. and I feel like Professor Murphy made it clear you don't have anything to prove you're smart and you belong here and nice. that, you know and, and um, Professor McCartney who also was my English professor she was the same way and she's nice. the one who I actually talked to like the one episode when we were talking about uh, you know the issues that I experienced at my one job with the uh, you know with the uh, boss who was you know racist and sexist mm-hmm. and all that that yeah. she was the one who i went to and like i don't know what to do and she's like and then and mind you both professor murphy and professor mccartney they're caucasian but they both i mean and she was just like tanya there's racist people out there <laughs> like and she <laughs> is just is like being real with me get with yeah. it <laughs> He's like, I may not be that way, but that doesn't mean there aren't people who are. Yeah, so was- That's just the way it is sometimes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I really appreciate them now um, because I think uh, like it's easy, especially when you feel like you're the only, like, cause for a while I was the only one. And so if you, I mean, if someone, and that's what I think about also, you can easily make someone feel wanted and feel appreciated and feel like. Like they're capable and you can do the opposite also if that person lacks confidence like if I already came in apprehensive and both of those professors were like I don't know what you're doing here who told you that you could do this? Or your writing's horrible, or whatever. That mm-hmm. could have easily made me say, "Oh, I don't think I want to do this anymore," or whatever. Sure. You know. Um, but yeah, definitely friends like uh, obviously you. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think that uh, one of the uh, things uh, with friends with you specifically is that and we talked about this uh, in you know our earlier episodes is that you have always uh, treated me as a person uh, and it hasn't been based on like you were saying like buying friends and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it hasn't been based on oh what can you give me or what can you do for me where you have to be a certain way in order for me to hang out with you and that's something that I've always appreciated it and consider to be a powerful impact. Because I think we spend so much of our lives, especially when we're younger, trying mm-hmm. to find our way and trying to fit in and thinking yeah. certain people are our friends and then finding out maybe they're not. or uh, mm-hmm. we or you know the idea the concept of what friendship is is not really what we think as we get older we realize yes. you know, oh wait a minute this is what friendship really is not what yeah. I thought and mm-hmm. so when I think about some people uh, and how like they would just like I mean I have to say even though we're not really we don't um, like hang out like that I still say my friend Rodney from high school uh, mm-hmm. that are on there for I was um, (laughs) sitting at the uh, lunchroom table and this is in ninth grade. And no one was sitting with me. And he just came down and sat with me. And I remember he says, why are you sitting by yourself? And and he always says, he always embellishes it like every time, like even more. And he's like, because he says, you looked all pitiful, Tanya. And you were like, well, nobody wants to be my friend. Man. And he's like, I'll be your friend. You can hang out with me. And, and so, but I mean, it, it wasn't totally like that, but it was along those lines where yeah. it was, you know. And so I appreciated that because I was a loner in high school and you know Mm -hmm. you and I didn't go to the same high school that would have been cool but I mean you know I was a loner and even though I had uh my I I would you know I was really into rap and stuff like that and being a loner and not really fitting in with the clique which I will say in the long run it worked to my advantage not being a part of a clique Uh, Mm um but at those times, you know, I'm not with the cool kids. I'm, I mean, I'm not even with the goths. I'm not with the nerds. I'm not like with anybody. So I was Man. basically a floater. And so to have an occasional person Who would say yo you know You're cool like even Kia who's been On the podcast you know mm-hmm. Like she wasn't necessarily in a clique, but you know everybody has The people who they hang out with and I was The person who kind of floated maybe I was With these people maybe I was with these other People and it I mean There may have been some level of Consistency uh, which is Nice but at the same Time I was still trying to find Myself and so to okay. have those those occasional people you know who were like yo you know you're cool people you're all right you know, then it's like hey i am all right i mean <laughs> we, i mean i think we're, we go through those crazy times especially in middle school and high school yeah. where you know i mean i can't imagine what it's got to be like now with social media i cannot uh, imagine going through high yeah.
1: school yeah i think cuz when you said th- about yeah. the table yeah, at the table i think i was like i was like a you were one girl. of the cool people cuz you were cheer. No, I didn't a, you? Weren't you a yeah, cheerleader? I was, but mm-hmm. I was like more of a non-conformer. Yeah. I didn't want to be with like the, the, the clickish groups. Yeah. So my group, we was like the misfits. Yeah. Like, like I had a hood girl that sliced you up. Ooh. I had another girl.
0: You <laughs> said a like, hood girl. This?
1: Yes. Like she would slice you up so quick. <laughs> but <laughs> like my group, my crew was like very diverse. Like a little bit everything. You know, it's a prissy one. You know, but we were like the misfits, <laughs> but mm-hmm. everybody hung with us because we was funny. So, yeah, I didn't I never thought about that. Like, but that is I couldn't imagine like how it is now because you have social media. And if you're sitting by yourself, people talking about you on social media, mm-hmm. it's just got to be so crazy now. Someone filming you
0: and you don't even know it. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. But I mean, so I think about that type stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I will say, even though this isn't so much, um, you know, uh, high school but just even in college, just certain people that uh, that I befriended and you know, was able to like have some type of connection with and to just I, I mean and there's not necessarily like specific people, but I, I will say that uh, there and it's and it's weird. I mean I don't <laughs> there was this one guy who I befriended and I'll never forget and he he was um he was really cool. Um And he was in, um, what was it, my philosophy class. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was like, I I mean, what was his name? Bashir. And he was just like one of the coolest guys. And I remember we just had Mm -hmm. these really deep cerebral conversations. (laughs) Uh, And one time there was this guy who just kept bothering me and he would not leave me alone and I remember he was like my protector and he came and I thought that was so I I mean I appreciated that so (laughs) much because yeah yeah, I mean it was it was one of those situations where um he the guy was under the impression that I liked him because Mm -hmm. we were paired together uh to do um We were in Spanish class, me and the other guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were uh, paired together to do our conversation uh, in Mm -hmm. Spanish. And the teacher paired us together. I didn't want to be paired with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I remember trying to help him. And so I would say, well, why don't we meet up at the library and we can go over and practice? Because we practiced in class and he needed a lot of help, Michelle. He would be (laughs) like, hola, me llamo Reggie. And that was his name. Uh, and it got to the point where he started following me home. When I say follow me uh, home, I mean, like I'd be on the subway and I would see him and he would wave and then he would get off at this, but I knew he lived in South Philly. So I'm like, why oh is he going God. this way? And yeah. so then I would see him. And then I remember I told Bashir and I was like, he won't leave me alone. And I told him I'm not interested and he doesn't believe me. And, and so <laughs> he says, well, why'd you ask to meet with me in the library? And I'm like for class.
1: Like, do you not realize you want to A on this? Practice? Yes. This and so
0: it got to the point where I had to tell my professor and I said, I feel uncomfortable, oh, wow. you know, doing the presentation with him. I said, you know, he's like, he thinks I like him and I don't, you know, and I said, I like him as my classmate, but not in that way. And he, yeah. you know, and I remember Bashir was like, you want me to handle it? But the thing is, Bashir <laughs> was not violent. He was, yeah. he was, Bashir was um like, just like, like I said, this really cerebral guy. And he was Muslim. Mm. Not that that matters, but he just, I don't know what he told dude but dude never bothered me
1: again. Wow. And so, <laughs> and wow. I was like,
0: oh, Bashir,
1: you're the best. <laughs> that is so cool. Wow. Your memory is something else, Tanya. <laughs> okay. So what about work life? Have you, like, is it someone... Who really just looked out for you, or maybe they didn't, but they still influenced you in a positive way. How about that?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, (laughs) you know. And one of them we actually had on the podcast, and that would be Dez. She definitely... Looked out for me in terms of work life uh, because, Mm -hmm. you know, like I was saying earlier when I was talking to my professor about, you know, that one guy who, you know, was racist and sexist Mm -hmm. and all, if it wasn't for Des... Like, and just even saying, you know, you want me to pray with you <laughs> or something? <laughs> I mean, I would have, oh my goodness. I, I, love I already, her. yeah, I already was like developing like stress related psoriasis and all these yeah. other crazy things were going yeah. on. Um, and I think also just to have someone like where you're like, okay, they seem really cool. And I remember, um, mm-hmm. You know, between her and uh, like my good friend Reggie, who we still keep in touch. Like he, he has since moved back to. California, uh, but he, and it's crazy because he was like, technically he was my boss. He was not the racist one, <laughs> <laughs> but he was my boss before the other guy okay. uh, had came in uh, and like, we we're like a year apart. He's actually a year younger. <laughs> oh, oh uh, And, but no, I mean, it was just uh, like, I felt like we had like a well oiled machine like in our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i think it was because of the positive influence and just i mean you know when you have when you're surrounded by people who make you feel good about yourself or even to mm-hmm. help you break out of your shell like between the two of them i feel like they really helped me uh to even break out of my shell uh though you know back then and that was when i was in my what like my my 20s going like not quite in my thirties yet, but yeah, oh man, when you think about it that way, like how much time
1: is <laughs> Yeah. See, I don't like to sit back and think about those numbers yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh man, that was how long ago?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Or you know, you think about the person who gave you your first job, and you're like, Yeah, that was uh <laughs> when you know, think about um Frank from well, that wasn't my first job, but from McDonald's. And I'm like, yes. oh, Wow, how old was so- I? 18. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo, so but, long ago. Yeah. Yeah. But Dawn, like she gave me my, um, like job at where I am currently, uh, okay. as a, an adjunct. And I remember her just taking a chance on me. I came, mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I'll never forget. And cause this happened twice, uh, the first time with her. And then the second time, uh, for the temporary full-time position, And things like this don't just happen. And so I feel like Mm -hmm. uh, the influence that these people had, not just on my life, but uh, clearly they had some influence at that time uh, within their job to be able to bring me on. Yeah, Uh, And like the first one, I went in for the interview. Now, mind you, I just had uh, experience teaching a course for Rosemont, which is where I went to college. And this was like a first year experience course. So it wasn't even like, I mean, not to downplay it, but it wasn't an English course like I was going to be teaching at Mm -hmm. my college currently. Mm -hmm. And... I remember. I don't know if. It, I mean, and now from my, from where I was standing, I felt like, wow, they're really taking a chance on me. And for all I know, they probably, they may have been desperate for, <laughs> like, look, girl, we need somebody to start tomorrow. <laughs> but we gonna we gonna play this story like Dawn saw something in me.
1: <laughs> but you never not nah, I doubt it. Yeah, because yeah. they did remember it wasn't. It wasn't easy to get hired. Yeah. Now nowadays, yes, they're desperate. There's, there's no (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: but no I feel like you know wow you saw something in me and so Mm -hmm. then um the dean like I remember because I was only I was an adjunct for a year Mm-hmm. which I mean like to be offered a temporary full-time position after a year that's unheard of yeah that's amazing because uh, yeah. yeah they used to be doing that for yeah. years yeah and I remember she tells me to come in and she's like look I recommended you that you're good because she you know observed my classroom so it wasn't like she was going in blindly not knowing mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. and she says you know I recommended you to the dean and so I meet with him he's not there any longer but his name is Clay and he's cool Uh, Mm -hmm. or at least, I mean, it was one of those things like if he likes you, he likes you, if he doesn't, yeah, but he liked (laughs) me so. (laughs) And I remember I go in for my interview, what I thought was an interview, and Mm -hmm. it was not an interview. He just says, Okay, so what times do you want to teach? Oh, wow. (laughs) She
1: already talked you up.
0: Yes.
1: You know? so cool.
0: Yeah. And so I feel like that positive impact was a boost mm-hmm. to my self-esteem because mm-hmm. I had went like prior to that I had went you know for a period of time where. Um, I mean, I was struggling. I was actually having this conversation the other day uh, with Joe, who I probably bring up as someone of the people who influence, like as a personal trainer, you yeah. know, he was on our podcast too, but I was yeah. br- I was telling him how uh, in my mind I thought, I'm talking about in college and in high school and all, I yeah. thought, oh, if you do well, you get straight A's, you'll land a job immediately. That was my line of thinking Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that it's not going to happen, but it didn't happen that way for me. I thought, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, like, you know, I'm finishing up like rad program. I've got a a 3.98. Oh, I'm definitely no. It was a struggle and it was a a reality check. And I found Mm -hmm. that, you know, you can have the knowledge all you want, but it has to be coupled with not even experience, but with uh, the right people to make the right impact relationships Uh, yeah the relationships the right influence Mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm bringing up these people because Mm -hmm. had they not had the influence in my life I wouldn't be where I am right now had they not taken a chance on me like sister Michelle she uh is the uh you know from Rosemont she's the one who like took a chance on me and she and I remember she planted the seed she's like listen because uh, I had just graduated from undergrad. And she says, you should come work for me. And I said, come work for you. And I said, but I just graduated from college. You know, I want a job in my field. And she says, listen, are you trying to go to grad school? I mean, because she, she was blunt. <laughs> like, I mean, people used to call her the, the swearing nun because she, yeah, she she curse out people whatever she drunk she beer she oh wow. stuff but she I was cool though and it's it. one of those things like if she love you she love you if she don't yeah. she let you know and oh, wow. so I remember she told me she says look just take this job it was an administrative assistant position and I mm-hmm. felt like you know but I'm you know I just graduated and she says well this is going to help you it's going to you know pay for you to go to grad school mm-hmm. and she says yeah to pay not May not be the best, but when you add on the tuition uh, reimbursement and mm-hmm. you know, the health benefits, it, you're going to be grateful that you took this position. And I'm so glad she convinced me to take the position. And, yeah. and then the hair, I um, mean, and it's like, then she was the one who said, you know, um, I think you'd be perfect. Uh, To teach college courses (laughs) And she's the one who just basically Handed me the first year Experience course And so I feel like she set me up When she's Mm -hmm. like look you know Tanya We're going to make this happen for you I see something in you And Because she she didn't have to do any of those things She could have just been like bye Even when I left uh, Because like you know I got hired in another place And I mean we still stay in touch uh, mm-hmm. And she's gotten older, of course, uh, like she's in her 80s now. And some, I mean, I still try. She's on, um, she's on social media. So is she? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah. so I, you know, I try to, you know, like at least uh, reach out to her occasionally because yeah. the last time I got to see her uh, in person was when we um, went to the zoo when Quinn was a baby. Well, not a baby. She Quinn was probably about uh like maybe 3 years old or so and we okay. all went to the zoo together uh, and yeah. so that's the last time I saw her. Well, no, you know what? I scratched that they had like a jubilee celebration for the nuns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it was like her 50th year of being a nun or something, oh, wow. and they had this special uh celebration for her. And and so I did like go to that to surprise her. Uh, but yeah, yeah.
1: I've, I've heard so many stories about her, but I never got to meet her. <laughs> yeah, but she always sounds so cool.
0: Yeah, but, um... well, I know because uh, because I know like uh, my mom she would always say like she's like sister Michelle is so she's like she is so funny
2: <laughs> but
0: and it's because she keeps it like and it's like she's like don't she's like because she didn't wear a habit or yeah. anything. But yeah. she say, "Don't, don't, um, don't let me be in a nun fool you. I'm from New York. <laughs> and she would tell you, I'm from Brooklyn. Listen.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had a, a nun teacher at uh, uh, Chestnut Hill. And it's funny because she never, you didn't know she was a nun until she, she told you. Mm-hmm. But they're so different. Like, yeah. it's from what you think they are. Like, mm-hmm. she was so down to earth. Yeah. So down to Earth, like, oh my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's different. But I would have loved to maybe one day I can meet. Her. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, now I know you're careful about sharing work stories, Michelle. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you have a couple to share.
1: <laughs> I do. I had carefully I have some that um like I I've had some great bosses. I've been blessed like that. Um I don't know. And I've grown under each, each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you think about it, like they took a chance on you. Cause I know, you know, how you know yourself. I am not a good interviewer. I am not good with selling myself. Mm-hmm. It's like most of the time if somebody know about me, then they're like, and you did this, this, and that. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I did. Oh, that's that. right. <laughs> I, did, I forgot I did that. Yes, I did that. So I am not good with selling myself. So every time I do get hired for something, I feel as if they're taking a chance with mm-hmm. me. But I remember this particularly like my first job with the city. Um, I got the job. It was like a blessing the way I got it. But my boss really literally was like the Devil Wears Prada. Mm. He, um, she was so hard, so hard on me. Like she never took I don't know how to. She'll look at you like, what do you mean you don't know how to mm. figure it out? <laughs> so and it's like my first job, I was an executive assistant. That's my first time I was completely out of my realm of my work. I used to be in finance more or less, mm-hmm. and in the private sector. So I'm in government and this lady is just like, oh my gosh, she was horrible. I remember my first interview. She was like, I said, well, um, I won't say her name. I was like, well, how am I doing? She's like, just put it this way. You've been here six months. You're still here. So you're okay. So I'm just like, that's all I got. It not like, <laughs> okay, I don't know if she liked what. So, but that pressure, oh my goodness, I learned so much. Like when I think about it in hindsight, mm-hmm. I remember I used to be praying, walking away. I'm looking at the city, at the uh Senate uh city hall, and I'm like, I wanna be here. I wanna be here. And I'm like, no, I'm going back to, I'm going back to corporate. But mm-hmm. I I stayed and I learned so much in hindsight. I'm like, dang, she taught me that, but by making me do it.
2: Mm-hmm. You no, know?
1: and then it's like she looked out for me because I still remember. She used to say little things like, because um, I would sit, since I was just the assistant, you know, everybody, the important people are at the table. And I would sit, like, in the chair on the side. She's like, she'll look over at me and be like, if you're not at the table, then you're on the menu. Ooh, sit at the table. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and um, I like that one. Yeah, she. Yeah. And I'm just like, and then it was another time we went to a meet and, and back in the day, the, the uh city, the cards used to have like gold emblems on it. And I remember it was this, this guy, he's like, I handed him my card. And he's like, oh no, I only collect gold emblems here. You can have this back. Ooh, so she, she leaned over and was like, if you're trying to meet with me, you need to take her card. That's my gatekeeper. So you have to go through her to get to me all right she's like oh okay i think i'll take that card I was just like, things like that she did it helped with my confidence because like mm-hmm. i'm just your assistant but she believed in me and she did tell me I, she's like i know you could do it you know it's just like i'm not trying to hear you say no so she was like my biggest um inspiration and supporter not even knowing it really um until i looked at it from hindsight because i just thought mm-hmm. she was hard as hell like Oh my God, this lady I can't understand her. But the boss I have now also she believes in me sometimes more than I believe in myself. Oh, and it's just I've been so blessed. She's like, no, um, I, I'm like, all right, I'm talking it through with her. She know I have anxiety, and she know how to handle my anxiety. Because she's <laughs> like, sit down, and she'll ask me the right questions. She worked me through it, and I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, I did do this before. Like, and I guess she just. And I'm growing so much under her, like, you know, I, I skipped a whole level of, um, with work and, and got promoted, you know, awesome. so I'm like, I've been, I've been really blessed with my bosses. I won't say their names cause I'm a little nervous with that, mm-hmm. but, um, I love it. You know, then I have my three piece, my three piece work fam. I don't connect with everybody at work all the time yeah. cause I'm there to work, but you might have that one person that you like you kind of adhere to like where mm-hmm. y'all might start going to lunch together things like that but this crew is like we're like family we even hang out after work together you know if we don't see each other we try to do dinner once a month uh one of us left but she still we still get together once a month and have dinner like mm. but we all like lean on each other to grow and it's like they got my back when I'm not there I know if I'm not there they speaking highly of me nice. and I'm them. so I've been blessed with that Tanya so I don't know
0: <laughs> that's awesome you know I just want to backtrack for a moment before I ask this next question because when mm-hmm. you talked about you know your three piece work fam mm-hmm. immediately someone came in my head and I don't know why oh, so she you didn't
1: uh oh, you forgot somebody charge it to her her mind and not her heart. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I mean and I'm like, I don't know why I did. And it's
0: crazy because she comes up frequently. Um and she came up the other day, actually. I was uh talking to someone about her and um she was my uh she was my office meet Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Sandy yes. and she she passed from cancer and mm-hmm. the the um and this was beef uh, this was uh she passed shortly after Quinn was born. Mm-hmm. So we're talking almost almost, you know, we're talking yes. about 9 years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and while it was nine years ago, she made such a positive, huge impact on me. Like, because mm-hmm. uh, she was more than just my office mate. Like, she was my friend. She, I mean, she, like, when I got hired, she was it. And, the, and what was really cool was that, and this isn't to say I'm antisocial or anything, I don't want it to come across that way. But mm-hmm. most times when you are set up in an office, it's four people. Mm -hmm. So it's a quad. So you got four people. Uh, When I got set up with an office for the first time as a full-time faculty member, it was just two of us because of how the office was set up. It wasn't enough room for four. Okay. So it was just the two of us. So that meant that It gave me an even greater opportunity to get to know her. So it wasn't as though I had to even divide up time with three other people that I'm getting to know as office mates and then, you know, determining, do I want this to be just where I say hi and bye, or do I want this to be something more? And I mean, I got to meet her family and I remember I did, uh, the videography for, her son's first birthday Mm -hmm. and then uh, I played a a role in when we did a baby shower for her second son and sadly she passed um, her one son he wasn't. um, The one was uh, I think going to maybe grade school and the other wasn't in grade school. At that point. Uh, and so it was mm. sad. But yeah. I mean, I don't want to bring it up to focus on the sad, but in the positive, I'll, I'll never mm. forget because when I was pregnant with Quinn, mm. and I was nervous, not about the pregnancy, but I was nervous about finding a balance and Mm -hmm. i said you know i want to continue to do a good job and i want to be there and be supportive of my students but of course i want to be supportive of my family and be a good mom to quinn and i remember Mm -hmm. she just said it like as a matter of fact you'll figure it out and she (laughs) says it will all balance out and she Mm -hmm. said i guarantee you tanya she says And I'll never forget, she just was like, you already give way more than a lot of the professors here. (laughs) And she said, that's not to talk bad about them. But Mm -hmm. she says, you already give a lot. She says, I observe you. I watch you. Mm -hmm. I watch how hard you work. And she just said, you know, you can scale back to half of what you're currently doing. And you will still be in a good position where your Mm -hmm. students will feel and know that you're giving them all of you know what you can for them to do well and you won't feel like you're neglecting your family yeah and, and i remember that and that still sticks with me and i feel like she i mean she was right i found that i mean i'm still you know balancing of course but mm. i feel like i i found that balance in the sense where i don't feel guilty uh putting in my syllabus that. I don't check emails on the weekend. Like before, when yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I need to be on call." Oh, oh no, no, you know? no. And so, and she's like, "No, that's gonna stop." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "That's gonna stop." Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I, but I just remember how kind she was, and 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 not, mm-hmm. I mean, not only that, um, but she was just such a fighter and i remember she was i mean she would go to chemo and then still come in and teach her class oh wow and i mean you could tell that she would be depleted sometimes and i remember there were times where we had uh kind of like um I won't, I mean, we'll just say like, kind of like a sign up thing going Mm -hmm. where it was like, I mean, it wasn't like formally, like it wasn't formal because it wasn't like through human resources, but Mm -hmm. there were some people who, you know, were friends of hers who we would rotate if it was something where it was just administering a test Mm -hmm. or something like that, where she didn't have to teach the lesson. Yeah. Uh, Then one of us may come in so that she can have, you know, they wouldn't let you give your Time and what I mean by that, human resources like I had tons of sick time, they wouldn't let me donate it to her. Oh,
1: wow, you know, yeah. So
0: once she was out of it, that's that. And mm-hmm. for her to still, like, I'm gonna keep coming, I'm gonna keep doing, I mean, like, all the way yeah. up, yeah. You know? And I'm like, wow, um, mm-hmm. to I mean, she was only, um, she was, uh, well, at that point, she was just a couple years older, well, no, excuse me, one year older than Sean yeah so that's oh, wait why. how old is short
1: well currently mm-hmm. or then <laughs> well, how old was she in her passing uh well she was in her late 30s wow because i remember you talking about her all the yeah. time you guys are yeah. really close yeah yeah and
0: i mean because they didn't check for colon cancer they i mean you don't you don't get screened for Not colon, colon cancer issue. until 50 however yeah. m- when i went in for my wellness appointment recently My Mm -hmm. doctor said, you actually should start being screened at 45 for colon cancer. Did they up the year? And so she says, you know, you're not 45 yet, you know, because that comes in October. She's like, you're not 45 (laughs) yet. So you can wait till October if you want, or when we do our wellness, we'll schedule the. I'm like okay, <laughs> but no, I mean it, when she said that, it stuck mm. in my mind, and I yeah. immediately was like Sandy. Yeah,
1: See, I have to get. Uh. I haven't done it yet, and I'm 45. Yeah, I have to do it, but yeah. I'm like it's kind of nasty when you got to do it. Well, but hey,
0: yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I just wanted to make sure I didn't forget. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, there may be some people I didn't mention, but I definitely wanted to mention her, you know? Um, But okay, so what about random people who maybe you only encountered them once, maybe twice, and they had a powerful influence on your life? And you know, you never know. I mean, they may not know it. They might be actually listening to the podcast, and
1: then they're like, what? She remembered (laughs) that? She remembered me? (laughs) Yeah. So, so, OK, I had I think I might have talked about this before, but when I was like, you know, 14, 15, trying to figure out myself, I'm walking with a group of kids and they're smoking cigarettes. And I wanted, you know, I'm like trying to be down with the cool kids. This is the neighborhood kids. And they handed me the cigarette. It was actually a little beady or something like it wasn't even a real Mm. cigarette. So I got to take a puff of it and I'm choking off of it. And this man comes over and he's just like out of the whole group. He says to me, you shouldn't do that again. That doesn't look good on you smoking. He was like, they got for the, you know, kind of like saying, let them do their thing. But don't do that. Don't smoke. Mm -hmm. He was like, that's the start right there. You are going to start that off and then you're going to lead to other things. I don't know who this man was, but mm-hmm. it stuck with me because I never did it again. Because it's mm-hmm. just for one, it burnt, burnt like hell, it burnt my throat. But <laughs> um just him saying that, because it's just like, yeah, it doesn't look good on me. It's not for me. Like, you know, they look cool doing it. I thought they look cool at the time. But now that I'm grown, I'm like, thank God I didn't start that. Mm-hmm. And that's a bad habit but um so it was him and this was just a random stranger mm-hmm. and then I remember um a time that I was on my way to CCP and you know I hated that school I hated this <laughs> so I'm on the sub and I'm just like I had like a bad morning and everything and this guy just says to me um pick your head up queen have a good day and it was just like Oh. You didn't feel like it like, was a
0: pick line? It wasn't. Because he, was he didn't... He, he
1: was sincere about it. Yeah. Like, he wasn't... He wasn't studying me, how they say it. Like, I ain't studying <laughs> you. <laughs> he wasn't. He was just like... I don't know. It's like he said it to me. And I would see him on the sub. He didn't... Like, if, I, if my head was... Like, most of the time, I was good. But mm-hmm. that day... And it was just like a head nod we would do. Like, hey. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't... But that day, he, like, came over to me and was like pick your head up like you know call me the queen or whatever and it wasn't game because it was cute like he could have got the number he <laughs> tried. you know he's a cutie but he was an older gentleman you know yeah. but it's just like it was something i needed right at that time yeah because yeah. i was having a really bad day and like mm-hmm. what am i doing why am i on my way to the school like i need to be making money like i was just it's so many things that was on my mind at the time and I was feeling like depleted. And it's mm-hmm. like he kinda helped me with that. But um I don't know, like that I can't think of any other random. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was other people. Yeah. But I'm sure you have a few random positive <laughs> encounters with people that stuck out with you, Tanya, that you can yeah. remember. You were <laughs> on the purple shirt with denim mm-hmm. jeans mm-hmm. <laughs> and new balance sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> right, no, yeah no.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll never forget my um, what was that? Um, I was going to work mm-hmm. and it was one of those situations where A matter of fact, I was uh, I was doing two jobs at the time, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and this is when I was doing like I was doing a a shift at TV Guide, and that was like the third shift, so that was uh, the four to midnight shift, and then I was doing a a daytime, and I was doing like adjunct teaching, and so what happened was I was on my way to teach uh, my course. And I'm at the gas station to get uh to get, you know, gas. Mm-hmm. And you know you're supposed to turn your engine off. Yeah. I try to turn it back on. Well, my car won't start. Mm. And it was a battery issue. And this is like, you know, thank goodness for old school Because, you know, these luxury cars these days, nobody can give you a jump. They got yeah. those batteries set up where you got to have it done like by a professional like yeah. AAA gotta come out or whoever yeah. but it was like some random dude like cuz you know I remember um you know like if you ever read in those manuals and things and it tells you stuff to do and it like and one of them was like put your hood up so people know that you mm-hmm. Uh, need help or whatever Mm -hmm. where that they know that your car is stalled so you're not just and the good thing is I wasn't like stuck on the street I was at the gas station Yeah, and I remember dude just like and I mean, like, he was young too. So it wasn't like he could have easily been like, yo, what up, sis? Right you know? yeah. <laughs> But he just was like, Oh, yo, um, your battery's not working. I was like, I think that's, you know, you all like and I will admit, I was like, I wasn't playing up the damsel in distress. I was just stressed mm-hmm. because I'm like, dang, I gotta get to work. You yeah. know? And so he's uh like, yo, um, I can give you a jump. And he says, I don't know how long it'll last you he says but and he looked and he's like uh and and he gave me a jump like he like cuz I had the cables cuz I mm-hmm. remember when I first got when I got my car uh and Sean my husband he uh gifted me like uh and this is before we got married so uh one of those uh emergency car kits that had everything in there <laughs> yeah. like even air in a can and all that stuff <laughs> so I'm like I've got cables <laughs> and so and and the guy was like all right cool, you know, we we'll see what we can do." And I remember he uh he helped me out and everything and I was able to get to my destination and get back home he's like well Mm -hmm. he's like well I don't know how much time you got but you you probably want to uh you know get this fixed right away Uh, and I'm like oh thank you but I mean he and I I remember I tried to give him money and he's like no Mm -hmm. no no that's cool Mm -hmm. and because I'm like people don't have to do I mean and I think that's Mm -hmm. one of the things a lot of times people take for granted they assume that uh like on one hand, people are quick to say how, oh, the world is so cruel and there's no mm-hmm. good people out there. But then when people mm-hmm. do good things, they kind of like uh, you like, you know, some people like you better had like that type of attitude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know? which is crazy. And I'm like, you know, anyone who does anything for me, I'm I, I feel so grateful, especially I mean, if I know you, I'm grateful. But
1: especially if I don't know you and you, yeah. own, I mean, you could have been like, yo, sis, you want your own. You know See, and it's funny you bring it up. I just did that for somebody. It was an older guy. He was on the side of the road on Rising Sun and he's just waving his white thing with his hood up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and he had the cable, the cables in his hand. So I'm like, I pull over. As I'm pulling over, my mom calls. And, you know, she's like, what are you doing? So I, I'm giving this man a jump. So she's like, oh, my God, you don't know if he can steal you. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, yeah. I'm on my way to the nail salon. Like, it's, I'm fine. I'm wearing rising sun. Yeah, and I it's get broad it's daylight, I'm sure. Broad daylight is raining. Like, it was raining out. So, yeah. you know, he was just so grateful. He's like, you're such a good person. Like, and it's just like... <laughs> people you know i didn't even think about like the random yeah. e- encounter like yes you gotta do those things like because yeah. it took me five minutes to help this man mm-hmm. to get his car started but yeah. things like that
0: yes yeah. yeah and i mean i think about this one i had like you were talking about an encounter like with the guy with the um smoking like i had mm-hmm. this encounter with this guy on the um sat the bus one time and i remember uh, i was having a conversation about wanting to get my mole removed uh mm-hmm. and he just interjected. He's like, Oh, and he was older, not old, but older than we were. Mm-hmm. And he just like, Excuse me, sis. He's like, That mold is beautiful. Don't, you know, ever get it removed. And then he went on the show, like, you know, he had like this scar on his forehead. Mm-hmm. And he said, I actually had a mold that was just like yours. And I decided to get it removed because I thought it was ugly. And he says, "Now I got this scar instead." Mm. He said, "Would you prefer the scar or the mole?" And he says, "I think the mole is beautiful." He says, "Now remember, you just told me, it, you know, it makes you unique. Don't yeah. you want to be unique? You want to be like everybody else?" And and I, rem- I mean, like I, this was when I was in high school, and that so that stuck with me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be like everybody else, <laughs> but it's like that inner conflict where it's like you want to fit in, but at the <laughs> yep. same time, you want to be unique yeah but i mean just him saying that and then um because i mean i was seriously considering like i wonder how much it would cost because it's it's different like when it's those molds that like sit out like mm-hmm. where you can like where they grow and you can get it removed but this is one that is like within my skin so it's not you know yeah. well, you know that we both yeah. have the mole in common.
1: Well, <laughs> my beauty mark faded away, uh, and I'm just like, remember, we used to be like, We have a mole, mine yeah. is gone. I have yeah. this actually is one, it moved over to the side of my uh eyebrow. <laughs> well, uh, that one disappeared, and I got one on the side of my eyebrow now. Yeah,
0: I'm
1: just like, I miss my mole, I wish yeah. I still had it, <laughs> but <laughs> it yeah, beauty knew-
0: mark. Yeah, but I mean I, I that just that definitely stuck with me and also just like mm-hmm. you were talking about like with smoking mm-hmm. just people who were and and some of them I may have had more than one encounter with but they weren't necessarily a part of my circle mm-hmm. uh like with rap music and stuff like that when I would I mean cuz you know you don't think about this stuff when you're younger or maybe people do I mean I I mean I I had to admit I was uh I won't say always But I will say I was a pretty circumspect person um, even when I was younger. I was always observing. But that doesn't mean I wasn't naive. And that doesn't mean that um, I didn't take certain things for granted. Because now that I'm looking back... I mean, most of the places where I would go, where people were doing music and making beats, it was in somebody's basement. It was in somebody's yeah. house. Um, every once in a while, it was in a legit studio. Most times it wasn't.
2: Yeah. And
0: so when I'm looking back on these moments and there were certain guys who would always, I mean, they didn't know me like that, but they would mm. protect me. And yeah. if there was some dude who came in who was older or someone who came in who was smoking or drinking or whatever, and I'm talking about this is when I was like in my early, like, you know, high school and even in college where, you know, a person can make the argument. Oh, she an adult regardless. You know, she might be yeah. young. But she's still an adult. Maybe like I, I remember they'd be like, yo, don't smoke that around her. Yo, don't do this around her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's not in that. You know, and they'd be like, but she, you know, you rap, right? And I'd be like, Yeah. And they and they would I mean they would say, I don't care. Yo, she's not mm-hmm. about that life. You know, oh, Save that And so I yeah. feel like, um, cause I mean, in the crazy part is I remember um the one show that I did and there were these girls who rapped and then there were some girls who like you know like and you went to one of those shows uh to support me before and I remember one of the um uh one of the girls was like you know I don't know about this cuz they always calling me out my name and this that and the other and I was like I've never had that experience <laughs> and they're like for real <laughs> I'm like yeah and, and so when I think about that idea of I mean women it is a double standard mm-hmm. so for me to have had encounters and not I mean I'm lucky not once had an encounter where a guy has ever called me the B word not once Yeah.
1: I mean yeah, that that's... doesn't
0: mean it won't happen now but
1: <laughs> not <laughs> once
0: has any, I mean not I mean now if they said it behind my back I don't know but they never said it to my face
1: Yeah. and they
0: never disrespected me or like tried to pull me or you know put their hands on me or anything like that now I've seen them do it to other females but never me Mm -hmm. and so yeah so to me I feel like those type of uh, experiences that that helped me uh, because I mean you know I think we were talking about this before in a previous episode that that could really turn a person out you have an experience where you know I mean unfortunately there's women who have been whether they were young ladies or girls or you know grown women who have been attacked by guys Mm -hmm. or by I mean, I could see like a guy, you know, saying, yo, you know, just come to the studio with such and such time. I mean, I was like I said, I was circumspect. I wasn't like, you know, ooh, I'll come there at three in the morning and not thinking yeah. something no. going on. You know, yeah. I'll come there at three in the afternoon. <laughs> but that doesn't mean nothing might not happen. Yes. And, and so I feel like that that's something I'm i am definitely grateful for that type of impact. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So last question. Did you ever have a positive impact on someone and not know it until years later? Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, like I was saying how my
0: professors impacted me, just some of my students who years later would tell me how I had a positive impact on them. And the funny part is that (laughs) sometimes um, they would tell me something immediately Mm -hmm. and I would just, I won't say I would brush it off, I would feel like it was sincere, but then Sean, my husband, would discredit it. Uh, like meaning that like they would like I had a few students who would tell me you know yeah. I changed my major to English because of you and and Sean would be like ah they just saying that to get an A you know that's not sincere they know grades are about to go in and but then I would like hear from them like years later mm-hmm. like, I have one student who's in a doctoral program and wow. so it's like oh. oh yeah, and and for them to stay in touch and say this is what I'm doing now, I mean, mm-hmm. and to say, hey, you made a positive impact on me. Uh, yeah. I had a um, a student uh, who told me like years later, and, and I mean, and the thing is that like I teach because I enjoy and I take pleasure. I mean, it's not the only reason I teach, but one of the reasons I take joy and pleasure in helping people reach their goals, mm-hmm. uh, and. To be able to have that contact after the fact. Someone was detected at your front
1: door. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ma. I can't even say her name. Sorry, guys.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're good?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Okay.
0: No, but um, I mean, I think sometimes just to have someone uh, to see them reach their goals and to know that you played a role in that uh, and to not always know their full story, because sometimes you don't know their full story. And so I have a student before who said that, I mean, they you know, they grew up in Chester and for people who don't know, you know, certain parts are not the best area in which to grow up. Uh, hmm. And to be in Chester is one of those areas that I mean gives Philly a run for his money Yeah uh, And you know this student is doing Really well uh, And not that It should matter But there are some people Who don't ever have uh, A professor uh, Or a teacher for that matter Of color mm. Ever And so that has an impact on their educational experience and not only that, but their confidence in what they're capable of doing. Sometimes when you see someone who looks like you, it makes you feel like you can do it and while that is not what I necessarily want people to come into the classroom and be like hey she's a black woman but (laughs) you know but I will say that if that can have a positive impact on someone because that happened where someone's like you know I want to do what you're doing now Yeah, that makes me feel good like hey I can do this too and so I think that that's something that definitely you know just seeing that years later where I have uh, some students who said that that Has had a positive impact on them And even just like co-workers And people who, mm-hmm. you know like how Sometimes um, you don't Think about uh, how you Impacted a place and then you Leave and people like, yo, it's not been. Yes, and you're yes. like, hey, you just saying that. You're like, yes. no, for real. You know. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you. Um, and this one here, and this is not coworkers, but I um, but like uh, kickboxing. I um, one of the things I had to do in order to continue to reach my goals is cut down on kickboxing to focus more on strength training because of my uh, like my muscle uh, gaining goals because uh, too much cardio was basically hindering me like each time I'm doing these doubles and I'm losing like uh, losing weight and I know that's Hmm. probably a problem some people want but anyway (laughs) and and so like the one um, the one Sunday I didn't go because we had taken my uh, Quinn and I uh, my daughter we had taken Sean my husband to Maryland to do skydiving Mm -hmm. uh, for his birthday and so I wasn't there let me tell you how I mean how many posts came through and people are like yo it was so dead uh because i mean i'm one of those woo people in class like woo yeah. let's do it <laughs> and like each round i'm yelling and screaming like let's get it all right and you're like you know more burpees yes and so oh my God. you know so you can imagine like silence you don't think about mm-hmm. like how you know and, and so mm-hmm. morale is down people like yo I mean and it's not mm-hmm. just me it's, but I am one of the loudest cheerleaders there <laughs> and so I mean I, I mean, I saw like about five people who, who like were like yo this was like the um it was a dry like you know they were like it was so quiet and so I think even just stuff like that because that helps motivate you yeah if it's a dead class I mean even like when I'm teaching if it's a dead class
1: it's hard to you know be motivated you mm-hmm. know but I'm uh, what about you Michelle um yeah actually my mom my mom mm-hmm. she told me Uh, Years later, like when I was older, um, that me being like a young driven woman, like inspired her to go back to school Mm and get her GED. And eventually she got her associate's degree. And it's like just knowing that, like, because, you know, school was just always important to me. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it just taught her like the importance of it. So I was proud of that. I've also had, it's funny, I have business owners that will call me a cheerleader, their personal cheerleader. Oh. It's like I, I've i come in and, you know, they're like, they may be at their wits' end or like, look, maybe I should just give up or maybe change course, blah, blah. blah. I have like, it's my energy because it's like, if I believe in your project, It's like, come on. All right, Mm -hmm. let's get this. We got this. This is what we need. We need A, B, C, and D. I'm (laughs) going to help you get this. You call me when you get that. If you have a problem with this. And it's like, they're like, man, your energy. Like you put, put life back into my project because Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm like, we got this. Like, it's not that, it's not that deep. Let's go. So it's, it's just things like that. Uh, I love being a personal cheerleader. Um, (laughs) like it's just in me yeah like we got this i love that
0: that's that's probably yeah that's probably one of the things that connects us together i'm Mm -hmm. sure yes
1: because we like to help people like you just said you like to help people get to their goals Mm -hmm. i like to do that too but i'm more like a business like i like for like you have a I always tell people, "This is your baby." Mm-hmm. Oh, so, come on! We got treated. We got treated with care, but it's your baby, not mine. It's not my dream, but I'm gonna help you get there. Mm-hmm. So, make sure you got everything you need to get there. So I enjoy that. But okay, it's time for our um um inspiration quote. Okay, okay, uh, okay. So n- wait. All right, her name. I said, Tanya can help me with this." Um, my inspiration quote is by Nikki. Is it Banas? Bananas? Uh,
0: sounds like it. Banas. Banas. <laughs> Unless it's uh, missing the Nene, like if she's yeah. a Latina and it's Banas, I don't know. Banias. I'm not familiar with her.
1: Me either. So I, I looked her up. No, okay. actually, I am familiar. I'm, I'm wrong. So the way I'm familiar with her is just from her inspirational quotes. I got you. So I get them on my Pinterest a lot, but she always has like really good um inspiration quotes mm-hmm. that I put on my uh, vision board just to give me a little energy sometimes. But this one is called Impact. Um, It's and a quote is you really I mean, you never really know the true impact you have on those around you. You never know how much someone needed that smile you gave them. You never know how much your kindness turned someone's entire life around. You never know how much someone needed that long hug or deep talk. Mm. You don't wait to see. You don't wait to be kind. Don't wait for someone else to be kind first. Don't wait for better circumstances or for someone to change. Just be kind because you never know how much someone needs it. Mm. And, like, this quote just is one of my quotes that's on my vision board at work. Um, to me, it, it just means just if you have a kind heart, you want to help people. Because just like, a smile sometimes, you know. And it's, it's mostly men that be like, girl, that smile just brighten up my dream. <laughs> you know, but it do. It, I feel like it it's like I, I see you as a person mm-hmm. I, I acknowledge you i see you because they may be feeling unseen that day. Yeah. so it's like yeah. you smile i smile some people grimace at me but it's i'm not gonna stop smiling at people mm-hmm. it's like the hell she's smiling that early mm-hmm. in the morning you know so i'm still smiling like but you just mm-hmm. never know like who needs it That's you know or true. that long hug i mean sometimes i get um somebody to hold me like a long hug and it well mostly women because you know a man is not gonna do that Mm -hmm. but that long hug where it's like that extra time like oh i needed that you know so you never know so i don't know what this quote mean to you tanya uh
0: this quote and like i said i'm not familiar with her which is i had to look into her but
1: it's like a um um a blogger and she does the quotes okay But I was thinking,
0: like when I read it, I was thinking Nikki Giovanni, which is not her. No, 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 it's not Uh, the fabulous. Yeah, yeah. but
1: she's a blogger and she does have a book, but it's a book of quotes.
0: Yeah, but I mean, this quote just has so much substance, though. And Mm. the part I really resonated with, and the way in which I try to live my life is: don't wait that phrase there don't Mm -hmm. wait Mm -hmm. for someone else to be kind first i I mean it reminds me of when people are like but they did it first you know (laughs) in that way you know you quick to point out what someone did wrong but what about doing something right uh and i think people don't always say what they need or what they're going through Mm uh and so if people aren't always telling you that, and you think about yourself, I I mean, I don't always tell people what I need, and what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. uh, But I appreciate when someone extends kindness to me first, Uh, or even when I'm going through something, I still will extend kindness to someone first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or I try to uh, think about uh, what can I do that may help someone else? Like you were saying to, you know, offer a smile or kind words or uh, something of that matter because of that that positive impact that's one of the reasons that i oftentimes will uh, do different posts like that's what i try to use social media for in many instances is try Mm -hmm. to do positive posts on different activities and things that i may be doing not to make it about me but to possibly impact someone else uh in a positive way and i know we're we're wrapping up but that is something Mm -hmm. else that has come uh to my attention that sometimes i'll have a person who will say that i inspired like my cousin most recently and i haven't seen him in person in years he Mm -hmm. lives in california and he said uh he had posted on instagram i had posted uh one of my strength training uh uh, just uh, like after the workout, I had posted a picture and said a little bit about what I had did. And he just says, Wow, you're so inspirational, cousin. And I'm like, Really? I'm like, Thank you. He's like, <laughs> No, I'm serious. And he says, You know, you're out mm-hmm. there doing your thing. You really encouraged me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Wow, thank you. He's older than I am, but I'm like, Wow, thank you. And so I think sometimes in doing stuff like that and to take a step back and think about what's the energy. That i'm putting out there because that's what i got from that too it's what's the image
2: yeah.
0: uh, that you're putting out there is it something that's positive and you know mm-hmm. why not have a positive impact on someone uh and not not only that but i love the idea of having a positive impact without even realizing it i think yeah. that's the ultimate best <laughs> yes <laughs> Until
1: next time, whatever you do, live your best life by loving yourself.